In a theatrical guide for the 1900-1901 season, the Lyceum Theatre of Scranton was described as the handsomest theatre in its corner of the state, presenting only first-class attractions. In 1909, we find the annual triangular literary contest in which the Honesdale, Carbondale, and Dunmore high schools would engage that it was held in the Lyceum Theatre in Scranton before what is described as an immense audience. That from a 1909 report by the Superintendent of Public Instruction for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. In 1915, we learn the musical Little Mary Mech by Davenport and Ashenfelder had its premiere at the Lyceum in Scranton before moving on to New York. And that was not the only world premiere, as we understand it, that launched from the Lyceum here. Sadly, just a year later, though, a catastrophic fire occurred in downtown Scranton, destroying property valued at $400,000 including the city's principal theater, as it was described. No casualties were reported, and the firefighters were hailed as heroes. As it happens, in July 2022, the Abington Journal ran an old photograph from 1935 featuring two very tall Greek columns, described in the caption this way, pillars now used to mark the entrance on the north to Clark Summit. The pillars were salvaged from the theater fire which occurred on the site of the present Capitol Theater. They were salvaged from the Lyceum. There is no direct connection to the new Lyceum coming to Scranton, but it's fascinating to remember the distinguished theatrical history of the city's original Lyceum with star performers, Broadway-bound shows, and even Greek Ionic pillars as a nod to the ancient roots of theater. Arts in Education, NEPA, is proud to announce the Lyceum School for Visual and Performing Arts coming in the summer of 2023. The year-round Art Institute for Students is facilitated through a collaboration of community partners, including AIE, NEPA, Broadway Theater League of NEPA, and Ballet Theater of Scranton. The school will operate through partnerships with the AFA Gallery, Everhart Museum of Natural History and Science, and Ballet Theatre of Scranton. Dr. Catherine Richmond Cullen, Director of AIE Northeast Pennsylvania, Joanne Arduino, Artistic Director of Ballet Theatre of Scranton, and Frank Blasey, Executive Director of Broadway Theatre League of Northeast Pennsylvania, paid a visit to the WVIA studios to talk with us about the Lyceum, the 21st century style Lyceum in Scranton. Dr. Richmond Cullen. The Lyceum is a new school for the visual and performing arts. It is not a K through 12 formalized school, but it is a opportunity um, three semesters. There'll be a summer semester, a spring and a fall for young people to come and study the arts with professional artists. Uh, The year-long program will be a weekend program so that we don't interfere with school schedules and some after-school work as well. So Ballet Theater of Scranton and Broadway Theater of Northeastern Pennsylvania and AIE NEPA at the NEIU came together. Frank and Joanne and I have been friends for years, but we're really delighted to formally work together in a partnership for this school. 
We did receive wonderful funding from the Scranton Area Foundation to help kick us off. And we have Pennsylvania Council of the Arts money, as well as contributions from the school districts. So people say, is this Arts Alive? And I say, well, it is like Arts Alive, but not just a place where kids rehearse for a performance, but rather we have formal master classes in dance and musical theater, in music and theater, actual straight theater classes, comedy and some Shakespeare. And then we have a painting class, mixed media classes, and a high school portfolio development and structured class in the visual arts. So the high school program for visual art will be at the Everhart Museum, and the youngsters in visual art will be at the AFA Gallery in Scranton, and Ballet Theater of Scranton will host our performing arts classes. And I'm very fortunate because at times Ballet Theater through the years has worked with Broadway Theater separately and also with the NEIU many times separately. So this is very exciting that the three of us have come together to really spread the arts throughout the community. And I think all of our organizations have done that through the years, but I think this trio is really going to knock your socks off. Frank, we were talking before we started about the mission of all of these organizations. And some might say, well, you're just bringing Broadway shows to town. But that's not it with Broadway theater. That's absolutely right. Our mission statement is more for outreach to the community. And my favorite phone call in the world to receive is one from Catherine saying, I have an idea. <laughs> and this time when she called, we've been toying with the idea of having these master classes in theater for students that are interested in that area of the arts. And we started off doing a boot camp for Broadway. We switched that into our Broadway Theater Conservatory, the Northeastern Pennsylvania Conservatory. And uh, so when Catherine came up with this idea, this was the next step, the Lyceum. She said, the Lyceum. And I said, well, okay, Catherine, what's the Lyceum? And she gave me the vision, and I said, oh, my God, we're in. Because, you know, we, we provide five Broadway touring shows a year for the community. But there's a lot of other time within the, the year for us to do things for our outreach and to have students have the ability to hone whatever craft or whatever they have inside of them to be able to come out into a program like that. And then when Joanne being involved in ballet theater, the creative is just so wonderful that I would be a fool to say no. <laughs> well, and I have to add that whenever Catherine calls, we brainstorm either in person or on the phone, and the flow of energy and creative energy there is just so exciting. And, you know, that's that's what makes life worthwhile because you really want to spread the word, but you want to create in yourselves and help other people. And that's what I think we all do together. I think it's so fun to have so many wonderful organizations partnering because we are able to bring the top talent teaching artists in the country. We have guest artists this year at our summer initiative, and they are marvelous artists. We have Luigi Sotil, who's working on Chicago Med. We have TJ Compianco, who's now a principal at the Met Opera. We have Matt Lenity, who is a principal dancer in a company in New York City. And we have Tara Middleton, who is a jazz singer from Philadelphia, who's an award-winning jazz vocalist. And then the creme de la creme, of course, is Judy McLean, who will be coming in to speak to the students and do a master class for them. And as you know, Judy's a Broadway star, so... We're thrilled to have our guests, as well as our regular, regular, if you could call them regular, our extremely talented Pennsylvania rostered artists as our master class artists. 
in naming the enterprise. Why did you choose Lyceum, Catherine? First of all, we work with Posture as our marketing and advertising agency, and they're really tired of my 12-word titles. <laughs> so the challenge was, can you get it into one word? And so I was inspired by, you know, the Greek origin and the idea of a place of knowledge and philosophy. And I thought, yeah, this will work. And the thing is, we we feel that we have, honestly, the most talented teaching artists in the region. And there certainly are other schools of the arts who do extremely well. And, you know, there's, there's enough for everyone here. And we're delighted to be part of a, a group of people who, who offer children and teens opportunities to study. We do have scholarships available in our project, um, thanks to the generosity of our donors and our foundations that are supporting us. We don't audition children. We're accepting all students. One of our um, funders is Spring Break for Autism. It's a group of parents. Peter Cosgrove is my direct contact, but there are others. Al Durando is involved with Spring Break and many others, but they raise money for us every year because we have children, all kinds of kids, some with physical and, and some with emotional challenges, but we're open to all children who want to come and learn. And that's wonderful for the children because they don't know what they're capable of. And if you're open to them, they have the sense of safety where they can see an experiment, right? You've seen it many Absolutely. times. And all of the other students, they embrace them. And that's the most beautiful thing to see because they all just rise to the occasion and everybody really expresses themselves so well, but they really just embrace those children. It's really beautiful. The arts are the great equalizer. I mean, we all, you know, we're created to be creators. And so that sense of wonderment and joy and creativity is in all humans. So we unite that way. And, you know, everyone is on, uh, I would say, equal playing ground because we all have talents and abilities. And we the, feed off each other. Yeah, which 100%. Which is great. And the artists, Mara Malloy, who is from New York City, and she's a trained Shakespearean actress. Stephen Murphy, who is from this area but is now living in New York City and who is such a talented musician in so many ways. I mean, at Arts Alive, he started when he was 12 years old, and he just has an incredible talent. Theo Linsicki is from New York City, and he's been on Broadway tours. And we have a new person who just came back to the area, Jessica Cadden Osborne, who's a trained dancer, but she was also a Radio City Rockette. She was in film. She was a model. Um, Connor McGuigan, who's a wonderful theater talent and a comic actor as, as well. And Aaron Malloy, who is a beautiful singer and was on Broadway and national tours as well. And we have our visual arts faculty as well. So Gina Rice, who's a professor at Misericordia and Keystone, as well as a very talented artist. Lee Pauling, very well-known painter and art teacher, as well as all of these people are Pennsylvania Council and the Arts rostered artist. Mark Sokoka, who is coming out of a high school position, but who is a very talented artist and has shown and exhibited his work for years. And Stephanie Calruso, who was at the Everhart Museum for a very long time, but who is working as a professional artist. Liz Terry Feist. And Michelle Conaboy. Michelle, of course, is a music teacher, but sings locally and is a beautiful talent. And Billy Kubiak, who is from the Stroudsburg area, who was in the original show of 42nd Street on Broadway. Mm -hmm. So I think we have a wonderful group of faculty. 
Well, I have to say, you know, if you want uh, a contact in the arts, you would like the Rolodex of Catherine and Joanne, definitely, because they know how to get the top-notch artists. And as we discussed earlier, the best way for us to introduce people into theater, Broadway, or any other kind of arts is to have them actually attend an event like this. And for everyone that goes through and comes out as a Stephen Murphy or a Judy McLean that are a star on Broadway, there's probably a thousand others that will never set foot on a stage on Broadway, but they'll get an appreciation and love for the arts at a young age, and that's what we're looking to do. We want our, our community to grow from the bottom up, from the youngest up, and then say, listen, look what we have here, look what we can do here, look what you can do here. And that that's very important to us. That's very important for us to be involved for that reason. And also, a lot of the schools, some of these students who are very talented, they don't get the opportunity, and they get to come and be surrounded by others who are like them and express themselves. So I think that's another plus for this program. Frank, you might want to talk about tickets, because all of our students are going to see one of the shows during the presenting year of Broadway. Yeah, part of the programming here is that we uh, go out and raise money through grants and other other means to allow students that participate in these programs to see one of our Broadway touring shows. And as you know, from season to season, the different shows come. Some are more conducive to younger children, some are more conducive to older, but we try to make a fit for them as well. Like I said, we bring in five shows per year, so there's something for everyone. And uh, what we like to do is always make sure that the students that participate in these programs have the opportunity to go and then see one of the touring Broadway casts. And, you know, before COVID, we were able to have them have a nice discussion and talk back with the cast. Hopefully that'll be back maybe next year, or maybe later this year that we could do that because I think that's a great part of the entertainment because when you ask the the kids, they're very shy to begin with, but once they get the first question out, like, hey, how did you get to be on Broadway? And they say, well, I was just in high school and I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I liked to to sing and I had a teacher that put me on stage and, and now here I am. So just hearing that story from the cast members and getting them into the theater, as I also indicated to you earlier, once we get them into the theater, we got them because the product is so wonderful and it's so magical. So if we can get them into the theater as part of this program, it makes it meaningful to us. What kind of a timetable do you have? Our school in the summer uh, will start July 10th. The classes run from 9 a.m. till 2 p.m. The morning is strictly studio master classes with artists. So all the students are grouped according to grade clusters. So we have a K to 2, a 3 to 5, a 6 to 8, and then a 9 through 12. So they rotate throughout all of the instructors. And the afternoon is rehearsal time for our final presentation or exhibition, depending on whether it's visual or performing arts. And we're going to start advertising heavily. We'll be found through two websites, AIENEPA.org and Frank. BroadwayNEPA.com. And that program runs through July 21st, only Mondays through Fridays. But our final performance will be at Glenmora National Country Club, outdoors under the tent, which is beautiful. And that is on the 23rd of July. And the visual exhibition will be at the AFA Gallery. And that will be on the 21st of July in the evening for parents and relatives and friends. Then you go to fall and... And so Mm -hmm. forth. Yeah, as Frank mentioned, we had the conservatory and is very successful. But with regard to the Lyceum, we decided to blend everything together so that there is a streamlined project that parents can find information. They don't have to 
look at many different places. I, I think it's better organized. And also that will be weekend classes for youngsters, which we will announce. We'll have everything organized by the end of our program in the summer by July. And it's very exciting for us to do that because, you know, having a spring semester and a fall semester is great. And we do that on weekends and it really is helpful for the kids. And then to have an immersive program in the summer culminating in a show being put on, which, you know, everybody wants to be uh, part of the show. I'm getting a show put on. It makes a year-long event. I mean, we're really excited about it. I mean, we're really so happy to be involved. And I would be remiss without saying, without Joanne Arduino producing the musical production and the final, it would just not even be the same. Oh, I mean, thank you. That's she, kind of you. Obviously, we all know the quality of ballet theater and the productions with which they honor our community. But, you know, Joanne's really, really special in this. And thank I, you. I love working with Frank, too. And we have a great relationship in terms of thinking of new, wonderful ideas for Broadway theater to connect with the educational community and the community at large. Tell us, Frank, about the eyes that opened at Anastasia. Yes, we were fortunate enough to have a grant to provide for 70 young students from the Carbondale area to come and see Anastasia. And for many, if not most of them, it was the first time ever seeing a show. And during the intermission of the show, I went up, of course, to check in and see how they were doing, if they were enjoying it. And I spoke to the teacher who indicated look at these kids. They are amazed. This is such a wonderful, wonderful experience for them. And to be honest with you, it's a pain in the rear end to try to raise the money and to do all this thing. But that moment in time made it all worthwhile because here are 70 kids that would never see a show mm-hmm. like and this And probably before. have never been in the cultural center, some of them. Probably had not. Mm-hmm. And and to see them just embracing it and, and so excited about it, and it, it makes it worthwhile. That's, that's the bottom yeah. line. Um, the principal, Meg Duffy, she's Carbondale Area Elementary School Principal. And she is phenomenal, and she's been great to work with. And the money for those tickets and the program, the children have an artist-in-residence after-school program with three artists every week for the year. And that money came from Lackawanna County Arts Engage Project. So we're very grateful to the county for allocating funds to our after-school program, both in Carbondale and in Scranton. And that stays with them forever. And that's what we need to cultivate, and that's what this will help do. Dr. Catherine Richmond Cullen, Director of AIE NEPA Arts in Education Northeast PA, Joanne Arduino, Artistic Director of Ballet Theater of Scranton, and Frank Blasey, Executive Director of Broadway Theater League of Northeastern Pennsylvania, speaking with us about the new initiative, the Lyceum School for Visual and Performing Arts, coming in the summer of 2023, this summer. It's a year-round art institute for students in grades K through 12, and it's facilitated through the collaboration of community partners, the ones we heard, AIE, NEPA, Broadway Theater League of Northeastern Pennsylvania, and Ballet Theater of Scranton. The school will operate through partnerships with the AFA Gallery, the Everhart Museum of Natural History and Science, and Ballet Theater of Scranton. For more information, you can check two places, AIENEPA.org, AIENEPA.org, and that's Arts in Education NEPA, or BroadwayNEPA.com, BroadwayNEPA.com. The Lyceum School for Visual and Performing Arts, coming in summer of 2023, 
For more information on the web, AIENEPA.org or BroadwayNEPA.com.